0: Ever. Your best hair day ever. Your best hair day ever. Welcome to your best Best hair Hair day Day ever podcast, where we will be talking to sensational women from around the globe about their best hair day, their worst hair day, and everything in between. If you want to learn the secrets to your having best your hair best hair, hair day days, ever. pick up the book, Your Best Hair Day Ever, your by EverButter ever. CEO, Detroit Born and Raised, your and your host, Kambari Owens. Without further ado, let's your get into the show. Your Best Hair Day Your Best Hair Day Ever.
1: Hello to all of my wonderful listeners. I am Kumbari Owens, host of Your Best Hair Day Ever. We are sitting down chatting with the lovely Cherie Savage. Cherie Savage is the illustrator, designer, event planner, and blogger of Naturally Illustrated. Naturally Illustrated celebrates natural hair and Black culture through original drawings and illustrations. After feeling defeated by her hair and needing a solution for retaining and maintaining healthy tresses, she began researching how best to achieve her goal. On May 10th, 2013, she finally made the decision to do the big chop and grow it out fully natural. Naturally Illustrated not only represents natural hair and beauty, but also embodies her childhood memories of graffiti, food, fashion, boom boxes, and cassette tapes. Naturally Illustrated is a celebration of all black women of our past and modern culture, marrying the best parts of the nineteen eighties with today in a special filigree graffiti, artistic style. Naturally Illustrated not only embraces our hair, but also exhibits our power as Black women and men. Hello, Cherie. How are you? I am awesome. How about yourself? I am doing well. Okay, so we had to interview you because you are doing what we love also, which is a natural hair, and you are Doing your artistic form in drawings. And we love that we have gotten a chance to look at your coloring books, uh, your work. And we, I mean, I absolutely love it. And so, uh, can you tell me, like, have you always been in artistry and everything?
2: Yes. I've been drawing since the age of three. Oh, so wow. blood, I got it honestly from both parents. So I always knew that I was going to become an artist. I just didn't know what type of artist. It wasn't until college uh, when I was exposed to other art forms when I decided that I was best to be an illustrator. And from there, I really didn't know how I was going to translate that after college, Right now, career wise, I am a graphic designer, but as you've already mentioned, I am uh, an illustrator and a huge advocate for uh, natural hair. So I wanted to be able to illustrate that. And that's how I came up with Naturally Illustrated.
1: Okay. Also, in college, what did you actually go to school for in college? You know, like I love. I love, you know, artists, you know, to me, it's absolutely amazing. But when you go to college, what do you actually major in?
2: So the school that I attended, uh, College for Creative Studies, which is located in Detroit, there's other art colleges across the country that focuses only on the fine arts. So you will receive a BFA, which is a bachelor's in fine arts, and then you will have your concentration. So my concentration was illustration with a minor in animation.
1: Okay. And so do you do, I guess, like animation for your current job as a designer?
2: No, I never used that part of my degree. When I started college, my focus was animation. I thought I was going to be a 3D animator. And then once I actually got into the 3D programs, it didn't, we didn't work well together. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I was so far along in it. I could have done a dual major, but I I was... The the animation was my major, and then the illustration was my minor. And I want to say my third year in, I switched the two around. So my last year or two of college were mostly illustration studio classes.
1: Okay, awesome. So now you are going down the road of entrepreneurship. You mentioned that you are still working. In in your current plans, you know, I guess I would say maybe your two, one, one, two, five year plan. Do you plan to quit?
2: My plan is to become a full-time entrepreneur. Um, again, that's something that's in my bloodstream. My father, he's self-employed. And I've always respect his craft as a a contractor master carpenter and being able to, you know, run his business, um, also focus on something that he loved and actually put all of that energy into what is his. Mm -hmm. Not to say that, you know, is anything wrong with cultivating someone else's dream, it for me, especially being an artist and sensitive about my ish, as Erica <laughs> Badu said, <laughs> I really want to be able to focus on what I love doing full time and hopefully inspiring others to to do the same thing if they choose to do it.
1: Yeah. And like, you know, like you were saying, it's nothing wrong with working for, because I mean, it's a place for everyone. And, you know, we all have to find our place. And sometimes it's being an entrepreneur. And I've heard a lot of people like that is just not for me.
2: Right, right. It's definitely a a different beast. Yes. Uh, It's just one of those things. Which beast do you want? (laughs) want Right. Entrepreneurship or do you want corporate America? Exactly. Pick the two. Pick one of the two. (laughs) Exactly.
1: So, okay. So, let's go into some of our questions. So, tell me about one of your best hair days ever. And this is not just an ordinary day where you say, Oh, I had a good hair day. I want like the best, the top one that you can remember where you actually feel like I can go out and I can conquer the world and I'm about to do it today. (laughs)
2: Yes, that was my very success, My very first successful twist out that day when I started when I transitioned into becoming natural, I I didn't have a relaxer. I actually had a lot of heat damage. Mm,
1: yep. Mm-hmm.
2: So, because I used to press my hair to straighten it um, with the hot combs. So when I decided to go natural, I did not do the big chop at first. I tried to, I was very, very scared of, you know, shortening my hair. I felt kind of insecure because my face is pretty round. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't really sure how I would look with short hair. So I was trying to do these twist outs with damaged hair along with really not understanding how to take care of my hair as a, a naturalist. Granted, I I binge watched for months YouTube videos and then tried to take what I learned there and apply it to me. But I still really didn't understand the procedures, why they were doing what they were doing, and also how my hair was reacting to the products. So when I finally had my very first successful twist out, it was just it was magical. I was so excited and I felt very good about myself. I said, okay, yeah, I can do this now. And yeah, I was, I was kind of feeling myself that day. (laughs) I was going to go to work, you know, (laughs) held up high and yeah, yeah, I just felt like the shit, if I can say that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, it's amazing because like when you do go, you know, when you go big chop, you go natural. It's, it's like so new and it's like, you know, you ha- you go through so many failed styles and it's right. like, when you get that one like, oh, yeah, this is it. <laughs>
2: right. right?
1: OK, so on the opposite side of that, tell me about your worst hair day ever, where it's like you didn't want to leave the house. You, you know, you just want to hide out and do, you know, do nothing.
2: Yeah, so I would I would say, again, when I first went natural and I, I did my first twist out, it was a complete failure. There was nothing defined about my twist. And then the thing is, too, that my hair, it has low density. Mm-hmm. So basically my hair is, is, some people don't think so, but my hair is thin. I don't really have a lot of hair. So it's not, it can't get that, Full fullness that I would like, my right. personal So, you know, when I had this twist out, I didn't really know what to do with it because it didn't look like a twist out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my hair, it was shoulder length of, at that time, if I'm not mistaken. And, you know, by me, again, working for corporate America, I couldn't walk in with a hat. And I was concerned about wearing a scarf. So I kind of had to just wear it like it was, and and yeah, that was that was the day. If I could have called off, I would have, (laughs) because (laughs) I was just not happy with my hair at all. It just kind of looked like I rolled out of bed and put absolutely no effort into it, and that was totally the opposite. Right. When When you're spending two or three hours the night before, and then that and that's the thing with a twist out too. You just don't know how right. you don't know the end result of <laughs> right Right. it's totally unpredictable <laughs> you're totally taking a chance and you're hoping that it will work out and then if it doesn't what do you do right then, again, it depends on the lift of your hair you know again the fullness of your hair if you're able to quickly make a change mm-hmm. you just you know it's just it's unpredictable and it's right it's scary sometimes especially don't don't do that to yourself if you have a nice event that you have to right so it's
1: like you said like if you have short hair you can't throw it back at a ponytail and do a cute bud it's like right. no <laughs> you right.
2: have committed
1: no, gonna
2: <laughs> you're gonna have a little knob in the back of your head and then you have hair your your edges sticking out just, yeah no it's not cute <laughs> <laughs> so Okay, so
1: in your own words, because in the natural community, we have honed in on, you know, what is natural and what is not. And people have debates over this. But in your definition, what would you describe as being natural?
2: Being natural to me is just being free, Mm. being free to embracing your hair for what it is. Mm -hmm. And I have definitely done that. In the past four years, I know that even when I first went natural, I had certain expectations of my hair, especially trying to keep it, you know, moisturized, having some type of sheen to it. I never really wanted my hair to look, quote unquote, nappy or dry. And now that has just totally been thrown out the window. My thing is, whatever my hair is today, that's just what it's going to be.
1: And Um, I think. That's Mm -hmm. an awesome attitude.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is what God gave us and embrace it for what it is. Granted, you know, you should maintain your hair. You know, you should groom yourself on a daily, (laughs) but at the end of the day, you know, my hair is dry. My hair is extremely coily. It, for whatever, however you want to define nappy, you know, it can look nappy. I mean, it's, but I just let it be and I still get compliments on it. Mm-hmm. You know, I I know my hair is dry, but people will still say, oh, my God, your hair is gorgeous. I'm like, oh, great. Thank you. And just <laughs> take the compliment. Right. And, uh, and yeah, I just that's what makes I throw on some earrings, pick out my hair and keep it moving. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I I love that attitude because it's like whatever it's doing, that's what it's supposed to do. (laughs) And that's just like, you know, like myself, nature, you know, my personality, whatever I'm doing, that's just how I am. So I can't change how I am.
2: (laughs) Right. Exactly.
1: And then even when you attempt to change, it's unnatural. So that's what's unnatural and what natural is when you try to change what it's supposed to do. (laughs) Right. So in your life here on earth, <laughs> have you ever experienced, I guess, an issue? Well, actually, let's rewind. Have you ever experienced a fear or obstacle that may have delayed you in starting just your business, like your platform that you have with Naturally Illustrated? Like we said in the beginning, uh, entrepreneur, that's like you have to have a certain mindset to even, you know, jump out and do that. So, did you have? any delay or fear like, you know, what if it don't work? What if people do this? Or what if I fail? Did you have anything that delayed you from starting Naturally Illustrated?
2: So I had a couple of business ventures before Naturally Illustrated. And I'm I'm gonna speak on that before I, I dive into Naturally Illustrated itself. Both of those business models couldn't flourish because I just I wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared, you know, mentally, spiritually, financially. And not to say that, I want to say the first two are the most important. Finances, you can kind of work around that for a little while, starting off. You just have to be extremely creative about it. And also it depends on what, you know, what business you're trying to pursue. Naturally Illustrated, there was nothing that, that stopped. Me. I think because I already been through the trenches with my first two businesses, I kind of knew how to, you know, tackle naturally illustrated. And to be honest with you, I'm still trying to figure out a lot of things. I think, you know, as an aspiring entrepreneur, you know, you may think one thing, but then you find out something different. Mm -hmm. And one thing that, again, just speaking on an entrepreneur, Speaking as an entrepreneur and then also attending workshops and, and speaking to other business colleagues of mine, you know, people jump into business because they have a passion about something. But the only way your business is going to succeed is if you're meeting your customer's needs.
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: then it gets to the point where, how does my passion fulfill that customer need? Right. And then in between all of that, you might have to make some tweaks to your business model. So I know with me right now, you know, starting Naturally Illustrated, I I went in knowing what I, I love to do, which is illustration and, and being an advocate for natural hair. I knew that also I was filling a void there. But at the same time, I said, okay, how do I reach out to my market? Which the reason I created these coloring events, Mm -hmm. because I have such a niche product. I knew that just having it on the shelves or just Saying, "Hey, I got this coloring book. wasn't good enough. I needed to actually reach out to the customers and and interact with them and have them to experience what I had to offer. So right now, there's there's nothing really standing in my way of pursuing, you know, my business. Like I said, I I feel like emotionally, spiritually, I'm ready to invest in this because if you if you're not emotionally stable you know, again, your business can, it can eat you alive, mm-hmm. you know, because again, you're going to have people critiquing you. They're going to give you some type of criticism along with the fact that, you know, again, you're investing a lot of your time and your money, which can be draining, especially if you do have a full-time job. It's It can be emotionally exhausting. So I knew that I was prepared emotionally and spiritually for this journey. And then as far as financials are concerned, I knew that with my income, I was going to be able to sustain, you know, my business for at least just to help jumpstart it. Right. So I I think I answered your question. I I kind of felt like I I derailed (laughs) somewhere.
1: (laughs) No, it was perfectly fine. I completely agree with you. 100%. 100%. Sometimes you do have to, once you jump out there, you say like, oh, this is going to be an awesome business. And then you realize your customers want something different. <laughs> right. And it's like, oh no. Okay. So, and then you have to, you know, kind of tweak your, you know, your business model. And sometimes people, they, they don't know how to, and, but it's, it's, to me, it's like all about listening to your customers. Right. Right. So anyway, so let's go to the next was there ever a time in your life where you felt you had to fit in? Because growing up, sometimes it's difficult. You may have family members you don't like or, you know, classmates, whatever. But sometimes, you know, you don't want to be an outsider or the lone man standing. So was there ever a time where, you know, you felt like you had to fit in just for a peace of mind or so you don't I don't know. So you just
2: don't feel awkward. I always go back to middle school because high school, I didn't care <laughs> <laughs> as far as trying to fit in middle school. I don't know. I I think to an extent, you know, everybody wants to be liked. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think with me, even in my adulthood, I, I like to get, try to get along with everyone. Mm-hmm. I think that's just, you know, naturally my, my personality you know, did I ever make great effort to try to fit in? No. My thing is, if, if you like me, great. If you didn't, then it's just, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I will say that, you know, I, especially in high school, I, I hung with different crowds. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was, I could kind of blend in with, with almost anybody, but for the most part, no, I, I want to say I was pretty secure of who I was as a person just wanted to get along with with everybody if I could Mm -hmm. and to me
1: like just going through talking to you know different women doing these interviews with them to me it seems like the ongoing trend and just fitting in is like you know if you like me great if you don't that's fine Mm -hmm. and I find like with being an entrepreneur a lot of People have that attitude because, especially if you're doing a product or whatever, because everybody's not gonna like your product. (laughs) And it's like if you could ball up and, you know, like, you know, I'm not doing this no more because she said she didn't like it or he said he didn't like it. And it's like being an entrepreneur, it's like you have to have that thick skin, like, you know, I'm not trying to please everyone. (laughs) And so, I don't know. So to me, I'm just seeing just that trend. So it's, it's just been very interesting.
2: Right. It makes sense. So. Because, you know, I think, and then again, when you're trying to classify, you know, an entrepreneur versus someone who wants to work in corporate America, I think it's something that's, it is something where you have that, that personality. That's, that's who you've, Been since birth, almost, Mm -hmm. and that's yeah, that's definitely putting you in a different class where you have to just say, "Hey, you like it? You like it? You don't? You don't?" Because again, like what I just mentioned earlier, if you if you don't have that thick skin, you're going to fail. You have to be emotionally stable to endure that. Yep.
1: So as we grow up, we have these uh, moments in our life, transitional moments, whatever you know you wanna call it. And it seems like as we're going out of one stage into the next, sometimes, or sometimes even things don't happen the way we have planned. We wrote out our plan. And we get there and nothing is the way we want it. You know, I remember like when you have those senior books in high school and you write out what you're going to achieve in the next five or 10 Mm -hmm. years. And it's like, I didn't do any of this stuff. And so you, you had this moment where you don't know where to go and you felt like you you're defeated and you have completely lost yourself. Have you ever can you pinpoint a moment in your life where you felt like you have lost yourself?
2: When I graduated from college, I graduated in 2008, the worst time that you could graduate from school, because that was yep. the time of the recession.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I didn't know I was, I was living in my, my parents' basement. There were very low jobs in Michigan, and I didn't have enough support to be able to just move out of state. I was very much depressed and looking back on that then i didn't think i was but looking back on it i'm like man i was really depressed i didn't really know what to do i was not inspired to draw or to it took a lot of effort for me to try to look for jobs because you're looking for jobs but there's <laughs> none that's out there right so like what do you do <laughs> so so yeah no the there's definitely times where I've felt down, confused, not really sure what next move to make. There's things that I've done just to do it, just to say that I'm doing it, so I can feel like I'm, I'm in motion. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn too that sometimes it's okay to stand still for a minute. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need times to just again gather yourself emotionally. And possibly just go out there, and just have fun, and and right. network, and and just enjoy life, however you can,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and be okay with that. Some right. some people always feel like they have to be doing something, and no, you don't. Right. Sometimes it's okay to just take a break because life is hard. Mm-hmm. It's going to beat you up enough, so just chill out. You know, take a breath. And even if you're confused about what your next move should be, or if you're not really sure what you want to work towards, again, it's okay. The key is too, is just, you know, not to stay too long in that state. But if you feel like there's nowhere for you to turn, again, it's okay. Go out there, enjoy life and start talking to people because when you're out there enjoying life, you know experience in life it might just come to you then right because sometimes we just get so caught up in ourselves you can't think Mm -hmm. so yeah so that was my experience and i wish you know then what i know now to just be okay being in the place that i was
1: And that to me, that is such a, you know, some important to know, because you do, like you said, you get caught up in just that situation where you can't even see yourself out. It's like you're just stuck. And I just heard this quote, you know, and it, it was simple and it just caught me. It was like, whatever it is, allow it to be. And it's right. like whatever state it, you're in, if you, you know, you lost your job, you don't have any money, just allow it to be because you're going to be given everything you need. You're not going to die. You know, right. Right. And I think people their their fear their they allow their fear to propel the situation even more. But it's like if you just sit, like you said, just allow it to be, <laughs> you know, you'll get your next break, well, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Yeah.
2: You'll get your next break. Not everything is meant to happen when you want it to happen, or where you think it should happen. And again, when I was in my twenties, I always felt like I had to go, 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 go. I always had to to accomplish something. I always had to have some type of a um, a plan. And especially when you're, you know, when you're twenty something, I mean, how can you really develop a plan when you haven't even really experienced life yet? Right. You know, even when I was in college, I didn't know what an illustrator was when I started. I had no clue. Right. what it, I didn't even know that all these disciplines even exist.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And so, you know, I think there should be a time for you to be able to experiment. Right. And again, it's OK because you're just trying to figure it out. So. I I just carry that same philosophy, being the age that I am right now, of just just kind of going with the flow and and letting things be what they need to be, even if I if I wanted something different. I know that I can't force it.
1: Mm, Yeah, that's that's so true. So the same. is you know, well? We all know the saying, you know, birds of a feather flock together. The people you hang most around, you you are you become them. You know, if you tell me this is your group of friends, I'm like, oh, I can see that y'all kind of all act the same. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, with that being said, along your journey, because we do sometimes people we unfold. You know, we're like a, a caterpillar. We unfold into a butterfly. We, we and have you ever had to change or drop friendships because maybe you grew out of them or maybe they weren't encouraging or they they just lacked your ambition? Was there ever a time where you had to drop a friendship because y'all were just going in different directions?
2: That has happened all my life and it's still happening now. <laughs> wow, <laughs> oh, It's amazing. I, I do have friends that have always been consistent in my life. I do have childhood friends that I can say that I've known for most of my life, 25 plus years. But, you know, do I talk to them on a daily basis? No, I only really have one girlfriend that I speak to on a daily. I think between I don't like using a word of outgrowing someone, (laughs) but more so, you know, you guys just just different.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: some people uh, have a different vision and you know the one girlfriend that I that I do talk to on a daily basis we are different in a lot of ways but I think the reason why our friendship is so strong is because we respect each other's differences and we support each other in our ventures and Mm -hmm. that's why we're I look at her as my sister because no matter what I'm doing, she's supportive of it. And it's the same thing that I have with her. We're totally different. I, I am an entrepreneur. You know, she has the corporate career, you know, she's married with, with children. I'm single, no kids, but we work really well together and we're, you know, we respect one another. We love each other. And that's what, makes us really good friends but I have other friends who are doing the same thing that I'm doing but I'm not as close with them so that's why I said it's not so much of growing out of a friendship more so just being able to to have an understanding to have a love to have a respect for one another to have that unconditional love you know I would definitely say she is my soulmate Mm -hmm. So yeah, but you know, growing up definitely, you know, people may change, you know, and and you guys may grow grow apart because of that. Right. But I think when it comes down to friendships, it's all about just being able to have that spiritual connection with that person and being supportive of that person. Period. And that's what I have in in my girlfriend. Yeah.
1: So Awesome. So as we have mentioned, you know, going through transitional periods in our life, what would be your best piece of advice for someone who may be experiencing one of those times, a transitional stage that they have?
2: Well, it, it kind of just goes back to what I mentioned earlier, just accept it for what it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And just embrace it, don't be so hard on yourself thinking that you need answers right now. now all the time it's meant for you to have the answer at that moment. you know, being a spiritual person, I do believe that God gives us what we need at when he feels it's time that you you need it, and now all the time you're able to understand what you're going through at that moment, and you won't find out until years later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you just have to again accept the journey for what it is at that time and just stand still until something else happens so yeah as far as that transitional stage take it for what it is and just enjoy the ride
1: All right and i think like these transitional stages they're meant to allow us to grow like even with our hair, we have this transition where we going right. from relaxed to natural, but we're coming out of something into something else, and so I think if we can envision it like that we're we're leaving one part and going into the next, and we right. need that middle stage to propel us to that next, right. So, we define your best hair day as being your best version, you know, that metaphor, just being where your mind, your body, and your soul has become one. And so, with saying that, have you arrived at your best hair day ever?
2: I'm getting close to it. I haven't just yet. If you're talking about my mind, body, and soul, I'm definitely headed in that direction. For me, in the past five years, I've definitely experienced some growing pains as as an adult and and figuring out what does that mean? What does it mean to be a woman? Mm-hmm. Um, And am I fully satisfied of what I have accomplished to date? I feel like I definitely made some awesome career moves for myself both corporate and being an entrepreneur, you know, me knowing who I am as a person. Again, in the past five years, I have been doing a lot of soul searching. So have I experienced my best hair day as of as a person? Not yet, but I do feel that is coming into fruition within the next year.
1: Awesome. Yes. (laughs) So uh, let's go into our fabulous five questions. Awesome. What is your favorite hairstyle?
2: My favorite hairstyle is the flat two strand twist out. Okay. The reason is because, like I said before, my hair to me is not that full. Mm -hmm. But whenever I do that flat two strand twist out, is it gives me that, that volume that I'm looking for.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: And for the most part, it hasn't failed me yet, as far as <laughs> I haven't been able to do it as of lately, because I have done the big chop once again. I think I've <laughs> done three or four big chops by now. And um so yeah, once I grow my hair out again, of course I'll I'll do that flat strand twist out. Is it's easy. it it doesn't take that long to do. And like I said, for the most part, it gives me that volume I'm looking for whenever I, whenever I do untwist my hair.
1: Right. Uh, what is your favorite hair products?
2: Can't the Cantu deep conditioner. It really seems to moisturize my hair. Now I had other products that I really enjoyed, but I had to stop using it because I think that just the texture of my hair has changed over the years Um, right now. So when I first came natural, my hair was had low porosity. So that's when, if I'm not mistaken, I'm, I'm, I think I'm saying this right. Whereas my hair just sucked in moisture. Mm -hmm. Now it's high porosity. So, it's hard for it to take in any moisture.
1: Oh, those switched around. So okay, low porosity. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, so it was high porosity when I first became natural <laughs> and then it was low, low porosity now. So okay. I cannot seem to find any products to moisturize my hair until just recently when I was talking to a, a, a hair vlogger and she told me to use thank goodness I'm natural, honey hair mask. Uh-huh. So I recently started using that within the past few weeks and I could definitely see a difference. Right. So so I've been really happy with that so far.
1: Okay, awesome. And I saw you like recently had colored your hair too.
2: Yes. And which I hate doesn't it. help <laughs> the situation either. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah it definitely. Uh, yeah. And, and I hate my hair color. I was just... I, felt like i needed something different right. and i'm blonde and i didn't want to bleach it and it's <laughs> i don't know it's just i am not feeling that at all <laughs> i'm about to die back black <laughs> so uh
1: what is your favorite motivational book or speaker right now
2: my favorite book motivational book can you can begin again by joyce myers
1: Mm, okay
2: Yeah. So it, it kind of goes back to what we've been talking about as far as, you know, life's journeys, you know, we're human, we're going to make mistakes. There's times where again, those mistakes may have cost you, but you know, you have a a brand new day where you can start over
1: Mm -hmm.
2: and that's, you know, a lot of times people allow their past to to define them. Yeah. And this book definitely speaks against that. You know, your past doesn't define you. Right.
1: To Uh, me, it's it's like a growing experience. Like every moment in your life, you're growing. So it's like you can't get stuck on that one point because it, you know, you're growing. Right. Right. It's like, if we don't make mistakes, how can we learn? That's what life is all
2: about. Right. (laughs) Yeah, so, so that that that's the book that that's my go-to. Just yeah, to remind myself. okay, even though I have messed up here, I know that I I have another day of life to mm-hmm. have a do-over.
1: Right. Awesome. Who is your favorite YouTuber?
2: Natural eighty-five. Okay. She's extremely popular. She was the, <laughs> the first youtuber that I of course stumbled across when I went natural right um I like her personality too she's mm-hmm. very humble and you know she's just just i don't know she she has that that energy that that spirit that I gravitate to mm-hmm. um, she's very welcoming and then i you know she's my girl crush she she's my 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 hair crush. She has that big hair that I so ever (laughs) desire, and I just I drool at it all the time (laughs) because I want her hair. I want at least the thickness. I love the texture of my hair, right? I just want that thickness. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, I just I just work with what I have. (laughs) I just watch her and envy, (laughs) right?
1: So what is next for you? People always have, especially entrepreneurs, have something up their sleeve or something that they're working on next or even just improving what they already have done. Is there anything that you have been working on?
2: So definitely, you know, Naturally Illustrated is, um, is, is going at a pretty good pace, and I'm, I'm very happy in the direction that it's going in. And um, next year I'm coming out with another coloring book that I'm extremely excited about. So, you know, the purpose of the coloring book again, is to, you know, not only celebrate natural hair, but to be educated mm-hmm. about it and, and how to, again, take care of your hair. So, you know, I wanted to to do that in a form of of illustrations, not trying to be the next YouTube sensation or (laughs) blogger. Right. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm an artist. So I wanted to, you know, create a different platform for that. Right. I am going to do a collaboration with other natural. So bloggers, YouTubers, local businesses that may have their own product, hairline, hairstylist, to create a coloring book that has a lot more content, so product hair recipes, tips and tricks, or or even just inspirational thoughts, mm-hmm. um, that will be all part of the coloring book. So I'm extremely excited about it because again, that just gives me an opportunity to to network more and to you know just just bring in that support of other businesses as well, and really to again address what a lot of women and and young girls go through and that's you know not celebrating what they have Mm -hmm. and that's what god gave them that's this natural hair our hair is so diverse we could do so many things with our hair and 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 our hair is just that self-expression and that other cultures can't do because their hair is pretty much one note, whereas ours not.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I, I want, I want everyone to know that what we have on our hair is gorgeous. Right. And people envy that and you should just embrace it for what it is because you can do whatever you want with it. Mm-hmm. It's yours and it's diversified so yeah that color the the next coloring book will definitely express that like hey you know you can do these protective styles right. or, or either you can straighten your hair and this is how you do it. or you can wear it kinky and this is how you know you embrace your coils or your curls that you may have so right. it'll it'll offer all of that
1: well that sounds amazing um i can't wait to see it yeah. <laughs> So, uh, lastly, how can our listeners connect with you? On what platforms can they find you at?
2: Yes, yes. So, I'm on both. I'm on both Facebook and Instagram as Naturally Illustrated. So that's naturally and illustrated. I l l u s t r a t e d. And I also have a website, naturallyill.com. Follow me on all of those platforms. I'm always having a coloring event. I'm actually going to have a coloring club next year. So we'll do coloring meetups at small businesses and we can all sit down and color together. And depending on which business I'll be popping up, we can have tea or coffee or a baked good. I'm always going to have at least two coloring events a quarter at a different location.
1: Okay. Awesome. Sounds amazing. So, well, we thank you for sitting down and giving us some of your time out of your day. We truly appreciate it. And I truly enjoy listening to you. And I know our listeners will enjoy it as well. And so to our listeners, we thank you for tuning in and until next time.
0: Thank you for listening to your best hair day ever podcast. And we hope you heard some inspiring words from today's guests. If you want to get some products that will help you have your best hair day ever, head over to everbutter.com forward slash podcast for a very special offer on some fabulous all-natural product. Until next time, make every day your best hair day ever. Your best hair day ever. Your best hair day ever. Your best hair day ever.